All right, peeps, on today's episode of the Kung Fu Genius, the genius will be answering all sorts of hot nonsense from the Patreons. Lots of gems, lots of Galefes challenging Bruce Lee, and lots of, yo, bro, I totally saw that saw going through dude's head in the big boss on Betamax. Let's get to it! And every day, I practice martial arts. <laughs> Yo, Dre, how you doing, man? Hello, Sifu. How are you today? Wow, you're so proper. This is incredible. I've decided to be proper these yes. days. Well, you look like a lumberjack, but you sound like Mikey. It's <laughs> oh, very confusing. God. Yeah, you got a kind of a lumberjack cholo vibe I, today. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's the vibe right now. It's you the know, vibe right now. That West, definitely a vibe. Yeah, that West Coast thing is coming back, oh, right? wow. I guess so. So here the we are. The only thing I have to unbutton all these other buttons first. So That's right. Keep the top. Okay, yeah, so you gotta keep the top. Start calling you Portland Dre. Portland. Yeah. Portland. Yeah. Wow. So here we are for another episode of The Kung Fu Genius. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we are slowly starting to round out our third season, sir. Ooh. All right. Now, nice. we, don't take, we don't take season breaks. We just go through, but basically... 52 episodes because mm -hmm. we do an episode a week is one year we call one year a season so we're mm -hmm. finishing our third year in this long form podcast we call the Kung Fu Genius Podcast it's strange how time flies yep it is strange yeah when you're having fun Dre yeah that's right can we can right. we can we actually <laughs> argue that we've actually had fun that's at any right point? yeah absolutely I mean with this guy here it's rough had fun. we have yeah especially yeah, the episodes when he's not here yeah oh yeah so much fun time when Dre's in the room, it just feels like I spent a year here one afternoon. I'm sorry, all, right? all the energy just gets sucked out. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, I am the vortex. So a, number, a number of weeks ago, <coughs> I put it to uh, my Instagram followers. Like, what okay. should we do potentially Wait, as a season finale? Wait, can I interject? We just had a guy show up. Uh-huh. Really cool dude named Gary. Let's give a shout out to Gary. Oh yes, shout out to Gary. Shout out yeah, to, shout Gary. Out to Gary. So Gary this has happened. Gary from Nashville. This has happened only a handful well, of times. He's from originally from Long Island. Yeah, this has happened only a handful of times, yeah. but it happened today, and we got a little so giddy about it. A podcast fan. Yeah. Came came up to the school, came up to the studio yeah, here to come and visit us. Someone the door. And, and they... Yeah, which is random because we only record like once a week, yeah. sometimes twice a week, at and kind we of weird times. And we never know when. Yeah. And we never know when, so we all happen to be here ready to record. <laughs> you were in the toilet, all right? <laughs> I was I was hitting Wait, the wood, I was hitting the wooden dummy. That part. Yeah, you were like you were locked away in there for like twenty minutes. Uh, I was hitting on the wooden dummy and and uh, okay, Mikey Dean was part, setting up over here and someone buzzed in. We thought it was maybe Amazon or someone yeah. delivering something and okay. no, it was a, a Gary a, expecting a fan of the podcast who moved to Asheville, North Carolina yeah. thirty years ago. Okay. Uh, Wing Chun JKD devotee and fan of the podcast. Mm -hmm. So Came by, got a, picked up a... He just uh, rolled the dice and said, Kung let me Fu, just go up there. Yeah, picked a Kung Fu Genius Podcast t-shirt, which uh, yeah. links for those are in the description below. And we took a photo, and yeah, that was cool, all right? Really cool. And he was like, wow. Oh, and the British guy really has that accent. He thought it was fake. <laughs> he thought it was fake. Did he know it was Mikey Dean over there? Fake. That's right. Yeah, I, he, I don't actually know that he realized it was me, but that's because I keep off camera most of the time. Right. You know what I, mean? so I think maybe like We're he's a be fan of the podcast... That. Every episode that I'm not on. That's right. Yeah. And, when and when also, I came out the bathroom, he was kind of like disappointed, right? Right, he right. Was like, well, that's kind of because you opened the bathroom door. <laughs> but, uh, but 
But no, I think I think the reason why people are a little weirded out about Mikey is because half the time when Mikey's on, something's wrong with his uh, Apple computer. So we have to put in a photo of uh, Bob Hoskins in his place or Paddington Bear or whatever because of his awesome uh, Apple computer. I love right? that coming from two people filming the podcast on Apple phones. Yeah, they're called iPhones and they're yeah. okay, but the computer. Uh, all right, so so it. so anyway, yeah. So shout out to Gary. Shout totally out to awesome. Bob Hoskins too. So uh, a few a uh, few weeks ago, I put it to my Instagram followers that uh, you know what should we do for a season finale? Which right. should be at episode one fifty six. So oh. it's coming up. Couple couple what, three what episodes. What episode is this? Maybe three more in. Mm, maybe about three more okay. episodes or something yeah. like that, right? So we got to so, um, I think it was AJ the podcaster, AJ uh, uh, Riccardi. He's a uh, from the uh, Martial Arts Mania podcast. Okay. Came up with a killer idea. I think it was his, all right? Uh, if it's not his idea, uh, someone will probably tell me. Oh, else we'll like give it. him credit for it right So um, it was to do a Jeopardy-style quiz show <laughs> for the last episode where um, I get it's to play, I as Alex Richter get to play it's Alex Trebek. Disaster. And ask you guys, ask you guys right. questions. Oh. Uh, of things that were covered on the podcast, yeah. like geeky, you know, stuff that I've talked about, and see which which one of you guys oh, actually God. paid any damn attention to me. Oh, all right. Oh, so God. I'm thinking, all right, because we have a couple of weeks to plan this, right? Yeah. We basically will have like uh, I think we should have uh, maybe three categories. All right. Category one uh -huh. should be. Topics that were discussed when Did you, you say category, category. What the hell, you Japanese man? Category. That's racist, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. Well, no, I was going to say category, but what is that? What is that? Yeah, I could have sworn you said category. It's possible because I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking out loud, so <laughs> okay. like I'm you know, I'm doing like two different things at the same time, right? So uh, it's not it's not easy for me to do you know to do all that thinking and talking okay. at the same time. Just we would have three categories. One category would be questions from episodes where you were the co-host. Mm. All right, and then the other category would be questions when Mikey was the co-host. So you're gonna ask me questions when I was the co-host or when he was the co-host? So here's, so, so let me finish, all right? Okay. So we this have so category cool. one is like questions where you were the co-host okay. the, from those episodes. Mm -hmm. Another one is questions when Mikey Dean was the co-host. Mm -hmm. And then the third one will be mystery. It'll just be like, it could be from either one, it could just be a general thing, could be whatever. Uh, you will get, let's say, five points if you answer a question from one of your episodes, but you get 10 points if you answer a question from the uh -huh. other dude's episode. You see what I mean? So if Mikey gets a question right from one of his episodes, it's five points. But if he gets a question right from one of your episodes, it's 10. Mm. All right. Although Mikey mm. does have a little bit of advantage because even when he's not the co-host, he's still here. He's still here. Although, to be honest, that motherfucker's asleep half the time when we start. Going. I'm sorry. What, sorry. Are you talking about The number of times, especially towards the end of the episode, where I'm like, I'm bringing it on yeah. some like, you know, Bruce Lee or yeah. Wing Chun story and you're like totally yeah. into it and I look over to him and he's... he's <laughs> He's the troll I've heard hanging from the so mouth. Many times. Yes, and he's just out like a light. Yeah, that shit just sucks it up. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna need to recruit the help of our uh, listeners. Mm -hmm. All right. So 
So basically Topher. So basically Topher, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, he knows I'll, every episode. I'll, I'll put this on the Patreon as well, okay? okay. So we will have our Jeopardy-style quiz, which means that I provide the answer, uh, and you have to provide the question, all right? Okay. Like, oh. I might say something like, oh. uh, cocaine, LSD, weed, and then you would say... What are the drug letters? <laughs> drugs that are in Bruce Lee's drug... What are drugs that are in Bruce Lee's drug letters, right? Oh, okay. No. So, what, that, sorry, the question, the answer is wrong. What was Mikey up to during his 20s? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Mikey always asleep? <laughs> that is the correct that answer. That is the correct answer, right? Okay. Hey everyone, just want to let you know Wing Chun Illustrated is now offering a paperback edition through Amazon, reaching a larger global market. And no, they're not ditching the glossy magazine edition through MagCloud. You can now simply choose the version of this magazine you prefer and the one with the cheapest shipping wherever you live. Order your copy of Wing Chun Illustrated today across 12 Amazon marketplaces with free shipping for Prime members. Go and check that out. So here's what I'm going to need from our Patreon supporters uh -huh. and from our Instagram followers and everyone, all right? Yes. I'm going to need you guys to send me Jeopardy-style questions. I need both the question, which in Jeopardy is the answer, and then you have to write the question. That's what's missing, right? But I need you guys to send me both. Don't just send me the answer all right so, okay so maybe we can then even and do and you can send what episode you're getting it from no i'm definitely going to need that so here's yeah. what i need i need you guys to go and find interesting they can't be too obscure it has to be stuff that dre would reasonably have remembered oh, all right oh, so man. you know dates yeah, and facts and things not gonna work yes oh, man. <laughs> yeah. what dre would reasonably remember right oh. uh so and and so i need to know the the question the answer the episode it came from mm -hmm. and just give me the episode number and i think we should have Questions from season three, questions from season two, and the final round should be season one. Oh. Because that's okay. the hard stuff, and we'll up the ante there. And whoever wins will just, you, however many points you get, I'll give you that many chain yeah, punches. I have at no the end. time to do homework All on right. this. Wait, wait, wait. All right, okay. So. <laughs> wait a minute. So, so whoever gets the most points get the most chain punches. Yes, yes. Oh, that's how much you win. We, Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, no, no. To the balls? <laughs> no, 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 no here, here's what. Whoever wins, all right, the other person will get uh, that many chain punches. Oh, okay, in, right. This is on now. All right. In, uh, uh, um, in a cheese house sparring. So if you win 100 <laughs> points, if, if Mikey wins, I will punch Dre 100 times yes. in a, a cheese house exchange. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cool. How, we're going to film it and I'm going to count it. That's right. That'll be perfect. This is not. This is yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm bowing out he's, gracefully. Because he knows he's going to lose. This, yes, yeah. this is not yeah. what I signed up for yeah. three he's years got a, ago. He's got a memory like a noodle strainer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so before we continue, the best way to support the Kung Fu Genius podcast is on Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash the Kung Fu Genius for access to episodes early for as little as $5 a month. You Subscriber know, reels, much. it's not much at all. It's like a half a cup of coffee. That's these days. right. Every week it's less and less. <laughs> Inflation. 
and yeah. uh, and for higher levels of support, get all sorts of goodies, including private episodes with me, all sorts mm. of stuff. So Patreon is the best way to support us. Patreon.com slash the Kung Fu Genius. That link is in the description below. Mm-hmm. So um, as we are kind of nearing the end of uh, this season, okay. we have a couple couple cool things I want to talk about to our listeners. One, in the new season, we got new equipment. All right? Ooh. So we have now updated. We're not using it for this episode. So Why not? Because Mikey is insistent oh, well, we, that we we're still... We're not using do. it, obviously, because yes. we already started filming. Yes. Well, Mikey is insistent that the final episodes of season three are absolute dog shit in terms of quality. Mm. And uh, this That's was not a- entirely true. Although, to be fair, you will, might see that there's a little bit of a change in quality at the beginning of this episode. Yes, so, yes, yes. So, so, so bear with us. These last couple episodes will be on the old rigs with the old quality. quality. In, in, oh, yes. in my defense, yes. we're actually going to face He didn't didn't record the audio for the first 11 minutes of this episode. uh, So that those 11 minutes had to come off directly from the phone. So anyway. Press press record. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, 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 the new card is not working. Yeah, the dude didn't even hit record. Pulling a Dre would assume that you actually knew how to press record, Dre. Yes. He's over there listening to Sade and going, oh shit, they're 11 minutes in. I didn't even hit record. What can I say? I'm a smooth operator. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Oh, God. You need to cherish the day, bro. Yes. <laughs> cherish the, cherish day. the day we fire his ass. Right. Yeah. Well, so anyway. That's the taboo. So oh, anyway, all yeah. right. Um, this is no ordinary podcast, by the way. It is. All right? it not is. at all. Not at all. What do you mean? This episodes? Is a, this is a very special podcast. Oh, yeah. So we will, for the final episodes, uh, you know, have some fun stuff. Like the very final episode, we'll hopefully, with the help of our listeners, do a really fun KFG Jeopardy episode. Mm-hmm. But for season... We still got to get the hot wings in. Don't even try to get out of it. I'm not trying to get out of it. You I guys... think you are. What the hell are you even talking about? I literally show up. I'm the one that always comes up with ideas. Dre, if you come to... 21024 6th Avenue with an idea for the podcast with all the hot wings and everything. We're like, we're going to do this. I'm like, okay, great. Let's do it. But as, as it turns out, I come here and I'm the asshole who always has to come up with an idea. <laughs> wow, shots fired. All right? Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think you're ducking it. Um, no one is blicum. stopping you. Oh, all right? Oh, man. So, oh, man. Um, but in season, come up with in season four, mind-blowing. we're going to do more interviews. We already have some really cool interviews Ooh, lined yeah. up. Mm. Uh, we're going to have new cameras and new audio rigs. So Ooh. the uh, quality for... Both the audio version and just the video version in general should all be did much better very shortly. Yet? Did you get them? We did get it. Yeah. And I wanted to use it, but he's like, no, no, we got to finish out the rest of the season like ass. I, no, Those, no, that's wait, a direct wait. quote from Mikey, by the way. Wait, and no. That is not a direct quote. You are editorializing again, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> we, are phasing, <laughs> we are phasing great. this shit in, right? No, we're because, phasing this shit in. <laughs> and like next week, we will record with the cameras. Okay. Now next we're gonna, week. Yeah, next week when we when we do our next set of recordings, which will be next weekend, we will be recording the cameras in five K. Incredible five K okay. cameras. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Because we need to see all of Dre's pores. One hundred percent. Yes. You, that is unfair. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. With all the blackheads up That's going right. here. <laughs> all Absolutely. up in his business. Unfair yeah. to them. So. <laughs> Yeah, so lots of, lots of really fun stuff. We have very exciting interviews coming up, by the way. And I'm looking forward to doing more interviews because interviews means I, I don't have to talk to you. Oh, that is... Which means I'll learn something. Such a low yeah. blow. If there was no one sitting across from me, I would learn something. <laughs> but, but, the, but the moment you sit there... 
I think I yeah. lose brain cells. Yes. That's, that's the Some, somebody in the comments said, the you, need to, you need to fire that guy who contributes nothing to the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah he, did I did see that yeah. comment. <laughs> and I, I, I love, chuckled. Like, well, but it's also funny, like people that don't know the dynamic of the podcast and they just come into it now. And then mm-hmm. they, they're like, who is this guy who contributes nothing to the podcast? Like, yo, he might contribute nothing to the podcast. But he's my boy. You can't talk yeah. shit about yeah. it. <laughs> Only I get to say that. <laughs> Only I get to say that. Not you. Like we have this dude. Andre, you do you contribute a lot. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, you occasionally buy it. coffee. Yes. I get it. He's comic he's, he's comic relief. I'm the kind of the straight man. He's the goof. Yeah, very much so. Right? I mean, I'm not the genius. Obviously, I'm not the KFG. No, no one's saying no, that. No, 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 one's, no, no, one's, no one's making that, that mistake. Right. Yeah, I, I, no I one's far from it. No, no one ever turned this podcast on. I am, heard him talk for 30 seconds ago. I am, and that genius yeah. is amazing. That other guy, though, yeah. he doesn't know shit. I'm the KFI. The KFI? Yeah. Kung Fu idiot? Yes. God, it's the a proud. Kung Fu imbecile. The proud. Yeah, the Kung Fu imbecile. <laughs> All right. So uh, we now do basically Ask Me Anything episodes, but only from our Patreon. Califi. We califi. <laughs> we, uh, we uh, don't uh, take any questions from the YouTube commenters anymore, although we do still take uh, you know suggestions for episodes and things like that. Yes. But if you want me to answer a direct question, Patreon.com slash the Kung Fu Genius five bucks. All right, okay. It also wow, gives you also so gives you a straight Bam! channel to talk that to me it. there, right? That, well, that you know what it is work, yeah. B- between uh, the public Facebook page and the public Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I get too many messages a day, and everyone's got their idea. Everyone wants this. It's like Patreon, buddy. All right, mm. if you support us, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk about what you want. Um, but uh, I, I can't. It's, it's like overwhelm at this point. So we have a couple of questions from our Patreon. And a few weeks ago, we did an episode on, I uh, was reviewing, we were reviewing some of Golden Bell Training's topics. Yeah. Because he's got a very big channel, right? He's, he's very like optimized clickbait now, style videos. Now, where is he located? He's in Thailand. Thailand? Yeah. 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 Is he... Like from the not, city? I no, feel I like think he's, he's from, from the city. Somewhere. No, he's he, well, he's clearly an and American, but he lives yeah. over in Thailand. Yeah, I think his his wife is from you Thailand. He's good. No, you asked me that already. <laughs> Why, man? This jeopardy is going to be so. Yeah, easy. I know. Seriously, it's like it's like so so because the audience doesn't know this conversation I'm having with Dre right now. Yeah. we had verbatim before this, the podcast started. Okay. <laughs> Well, so in this, his mind, maybe this, he's doing it again for the sake of you guys. Right. But I know he just doesn't that. remember what I, <laughs> what I told him. <laughs> Let's be straight here. No, so I, I know who's gonna get his. A- he's gonna get his ass kicked during ass. Jeopardy. That was for them. Yeah, that was for them. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so he does he does videos mostly on Bruce Lee, but he'll do videos on like Tony Jaa and Steven Seagal and stuff right. like that. And he's, he definitely, he's got the YouTube thing down where, you know, it's like the, it's like that tight eight to 12 minute video. It's a topic with a saucy thumbnail, right? No one, uh, YouTube is really not optimized for long form content like Mm -hmm. what we do, right? We have a, we have a core following of like a kind of a few thousand people who listen to us. Right. It's not crazy big because the the attention span of the average person who does this is like, just tell me bonks out on the dummy. All right. It's like (laughs) 30 seconds. Learn, learn like, like. Go learn from a proper instructor. Stop yeah. trying to learn for free on YouTube, right? <laughs> oh, uh, no, no one, no one who taught themselves from YouTube became anything, right? Um, in terms of martial arts, you oh. can you can use YouTube to enhance what you've learned, but 
if you're literally just waiting for someone to teach you on YouTube, you're, you're going to be waiting for a really I, long time. I thought you were referring to like fixing uh, door jam. Oh, or something. no, that's different. They, yeah. you go to, they, their yeah. YouTube university makes yeah. sense, right? That but for teaching sense. yourself Wing Chun. Okay. Yeah. No, um, we, we, we had a great guy, fan of the podcast, came to do a private lesson mm -hmm. a number of weeks ago and uh, had never done Wing Chun before except for having taught himself Wing Chun through YouTube videos <laughs> and right. uh, in particular the first form and he was like oh I mean very nice guy and he was like oh yeah. I learned the first form and I want you to take a look at it and it, it, it looked like what you would think of a, from someone who taught himself from YouTube mm. I mean the details and everything are, are missing right okay so um, yeah so anyway um, but uh, the Golden Bell training I think his name is Prince actually um, he uh, he's got a great channel where he you know talks about and debunks a lot of stuff. He's he's uh, to be fair, he's very much like an anti beardy type guy. Ah, and cool. so, um, but you know, he's kind of anti beardy he, in a way. He, he's doing much better than us because he his videos are optimized for YouTube, whereas we're just a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, what I want to do is I want to do some short form content. Uh, for people who are maybe don't listen to the podcast but want to hear some of my insights on these different things, yeah. because if you think about it, every podcast we oh, my do insights. No, uh, if you think about it, every every podcast that we do, um, no. you know, I'll, I'll talk about a topic for five to ten minutes before we go on to the next one. Well, that's the whole video right there. You chop that thing up, yeah. you put a video, you overlay it, and it's basically the same thing that he's doing. We just take it out from three years worth of podcasting. So you know, because there's lots of topics there. Everything from, you know, Bruce Lee's training lots to the drug stuff. letters to movies to Kung Fu lots with problems and Wing Chun, all this kind of stuff. We got lots of goodies. We just need to kind of take that stuff. So another thing that our um, listeners could do for us, and, and uh, by the way, for those of you who want to send Jeopardy questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have to make this very clear. You got to send Jeopardy questions directly to me. Don't post them in the comments where these chuckleheads can read them because that would defeat the whole purpose. Yeah. All right. So if post you post them in that. the comments. Okay. So I, I need to backtrack. So for those of you who are going to send me suggestions for comment. questions for Please KFG comment. Jeopardy, send them to DM me on Instagram or DM me on Patreon. Or DM uh, no. Dre. No. Dreisen. No. Dre, right. To be fair, yeah, no, no, let them DM Dre. What it difference won't help is it going to make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can give them the whole set list. They'll still get them wrong. Yeah, it's going to make zero difference. Yeah, DM them all to Dre. Yes. Have them give them the KFG, and oh. we'll still see. And that's the game. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that was yeah. so wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's just like. He's got, a nine he's got the memory level. of a medium-sized goldfish. All right, so, <laughs> so, so yes, so, so send this to me. But what, what our listeners can also do if you don't want to send Jeopardy questions to me is send me your favorite clips or segments mm. of various KFG episodes, like That'd something cool. that you think we could cut into a single video that we could repurpose for terms of clickbait. Um, and we're going to probably start doing that more in the future where we'll have like a Monday, the long-form podcast comes out. Yeah. And then maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, some clips from that episode come clips. up. But like, you know, parts. retooled yep. a little bit for, nice. for a different audience that just wants to see that short stuff. So I, um, actually, I actually want to uh, discuss one of Golden Bell's videos because when we did that oh, episode a few weeks back, um, you basically just read me the titles. Yeah. And without having watched like any of his... Eight or nine. Yeah, without having watched any of his videos... I, I said what I thought it might be about, 
Okay. Um, or like if I had heard the story, right? Because it's kind of the test. I mean, like, you know, if, the, if there's a story about Bruce Lee, probably I've heard of it. So, but you can never tell because clickbait titles are intentionally misleading. And so you don't know if he's just like trolling or the title is just to get you to watch, but he's going to tell you another story, right? Yeah, those clickbaiters. So, so, so then uh, masturbators, yeah. for sure. And then so what I did is uh, I we put a vote to the KFG audience. There were, I think, nine titles, right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, you guys vote and tell me which one you want me to do as a standalone episode or as a standalone video. So what I'll do is then take a look at the ones that they voted for or the one video they want me to do and then do that here on the podcast. Then we'll cut that out as a separate clip and it'll be like my response to Golden Bell, right? Nice. So we had a three-way tie for videos of those nine. Like legit. Yes, like a legit three-way. I, I went through the comments, and I wrote, like, I had all nine of the titles, and I put a tick mark after each one, and yeah. then uh, some of them didn't get any votes, and some of them got more votes, and three of them got three votes each. So we could tell. Oh, well, wow. Obviously, lots of people are voting on like nine votes. <laughs> all right? Like, clearly, clearly, the engagement in our comments is overwhelming, right? So, uh, Love it. So, so basically, it was a three-way tie between... Um, Bruce Lee getting in a fight with that store clerk or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the other one was this fight Bruce Lee never wanted anyone to see. And then the third one was that freaking what happened when Bruce met Steven Seagal or what happened when they fought or some bullshit like that. So um, what Man. I've decided to do is rather than just do another episode where then I kind of do those again, I'll just do one of them per episode of KFG. So I'll do one this time over the next couple episodes. Uh, we'll do the other two and then we'll cut these out as separate videos, right? Sweet. So, uh, today what I want to talk about is this fight that supposedly Bruce Lee did not want anyone to see because it was filmed and then he, you know, wanted the, the film destroyed or whatever. So, um, what I did is, uh, so... Whenever, whenever a Bruce Lee fan hears a story like this, right? First, we've, we've always been wading through years of kind of BS stories. So, oh, yeah, my uncle fought Bruce Lee, or oh, I heard Bruce Lee fought 10 ninjas or whatever. Like, right. There's so many overblown stories that never came from Bruce's mouth uh, that uh, usually whenever I hear a story of Bruce Lee getting into a scuffle or fighting with someone else, my knee-jerk reaction is just to think, well, it's, it's probably just bullshit, all yeah. right? Because if I haven't heard of it already, with all the reading and everything that I've done about Bruce Lee, uh, I, it's possible it could be true. I don't know everything about you know, Bruce the, Lee, but the, but the at one some that point, gets me is when he was denied at Studio Fifty Four. Yes, that's and a, Studio Fifty Four wasn't even around. That's right. Yeah, that was a brutal story. Yeah. So stupid shit. So anyway, when I uh, when, when I you know looked at this title. Um, you know, I, I watched Golden Bell's video because I wanted to say, OK, so the, w- when you talk about the fight that Bruce Lee never wanted anyone to see, the first thing that usually comes to mind for Bruce Lee fans is the film Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, that biopic. And if you remember that in that movie, when he starts filming the big boss, yeah. OK, in the biopic. So this is not we're not talking about real Bruce Lee. We're talking about Jason Scott Lee, Bruce Lee. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the younger brother of Johnny's son, Luke's son, shows up to 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 get revenge for his brother who got his ass kicked. Wait, Johnny's son? Did you 
you, you mispronounced that, right? It was Johnny Sins. <laughs> Johnny Sins. Yeah, Luke that's what Sins. we said last time, right? Luke <laughs> Sins, yeah. Johnny Sins and Luke Sins, right? Okay. So in, in, in Dragon the Bruce Lee story, and Golden Bell talks about this, all right? Uh, the, the, the character of Johnny's son is obviously modeled after Wong Jack Man, because mm-hmm. he's the guy that Bruce Lee had his famous challenge fight with. But supposedly, you know, they, because Wong Jack Man was still alive and they didn't want to have any... They didn't want to use that name. They didn't want to use that name, so they... they I would have used They it. mentioned Wong Jack Man, I think, in Dragon the Bruce Lee story by name, but the character that actually plays who he was, they, they changed that character's name. And and that was where they have the famous dungeon fight, and then he gets his... Spoiler alert, he gets his back broken. Back broken. And, and then, you know, and, and then he comes back, and then he beats Johnny's son at a, at a uh, tournament or right, whatever, like, right. it never happened. Oh, and then his man. younger brother, who's just uh, this, built, like, a brick shit house shows up to the set of Big Boss to challenge Bruce Lee, and then Bruce Lee beats the snot out of him. Mm. All of this is supposedly caught on video, mm. uh, or on, on film, I should say. And then at the end, you know, Bruce rips out. I don't know if you ever saw Dragon the really Bruce Lee. Did he really punch that block of ice? Oh, yeah, where he did the inch punch on the yeah. block of ice. Yeah, I mean, it's very dramatic, Jason right? Scott Lee, yeah. So then, you know, and then he doesn't, want that, he doesn't want that fight to come out, so... So, you know, he, he, he shreds up the film or whatever. So yeah. that's kind of the knee-jerk reaction. Golden Bell talks about it. And obviously we know that if anyone is basing anything about Bruce Lee off of Dragon the Bruce Lee story, um, you're already two levels above Beardy in terms of knowledge. Um, but you're about eight <laughs> levels below anyone who's read two books about Bruce Lee, all right? Sweet. So Dragon the Bruce Lee story, really not, it's not the move to, to use that for any kind of source material. No, Yip Man did not speak English and practice with a Tai Chi sword, okay? Uh, and, 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 and spout pseudo-Asiatic babble uh, as wisdom, right? Damn. So uh, the, it's not that, but, but clearly when we think about, oh, Bruce didn't want anyone to see this fight, we think about Dragon the Bruce Lee story and him ripping that up or whatever. Obviously that didn't happen. But supposedly a story like that happened, mm-hmm. all right? Now I watched the video with, uh, w- with an open mind because I know that he has got good information. Um, and he mentioned a story that was talked about in uh, The Making of Enter the Dragon, which is a book that was written by Robert Klaus. As a matter of fact, in doing research on the subway over here, I brought it with me here. All right. Oh, and wow. uh, it's a really great book because it goes into a lot of detail, like the amount of money that you know, the film costs and, you know, like the little squabbles on the set or whatever. I, re- I read it. Once when I was younger, um, I've had this book forever, and then I, I reread it like two years ago. And then and now because uh, the Golden Bell video talked about that was the source of the story, I reread it. Okay. And, uh, and obviously I had read that story before, but it didn't really stick out to me. Um, now, of course, the story is told by a guy named Henry Wong, who was a cameraman on the set of Enter the Dragon, and he claimed... That Not an iPhone, um, no, no, they, the iPhones were potato quality back then. Back then, so yeah. so Henry Wong claims that I guess after filming on one of the days, so it would be after basically at the end of the day, at the end of the workday, uh, there was an extra who had asked Bruce Lee about how to do a sidekick or something about a sidekick or something like that, and Bruce was going back and forth and showing him, and then he was kind of done. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the guy was like, oh, now, now I want to try it out or something like that. And then Bruce was like, no, no, I think we're done. He's basically trying to leave or whatever. And then the guy calls Bruce Lee out for being a coward or something like that. Whoa. And then the story is that then, of course, Bruce is like, all right, well, whatever. And then 
They get into it, and Bruce launches a kick and breaks the guy's ribs. Now, um, the interesting thing about Golden Bell's videos is he actually references us in that video where he mentions, I talk about Kelefe. And when I, uh, Kelefe meaning, no, no, Kelefe. Kelefe means like a... Uh, a movie extra, someone who's insignificant, Can really I like say. a Mr. Nobody. Okay. And the funny thing is, in this book, uh, Henry Wong talks about the guy being a Kelefe, but he spelled it Kelefe. <laughs> it's, it's actually just Kelefe. Kelefe. Uh, so it should be like K-E-L-E-F-E. Kelefe. It's not Kelefe, right? And that's a very kind of Hong Kong slangy way of like, oh, Mr. Nobody, a, a background uh, a, a background person or something like that, right? So... Uh, and so obviously I clearly read that story, but it didn't really stick out. Now, I have no reason to to doubt per se that like Henry Wong, someone who was a cameraman on the set of Enter the Dragon, claimed that he witnessed this and that Bruce kicked the guy and broke his ribs. And this guy's mom was there. And <laughs> and, yeah. and, and now it sounds legit. Now it sounds legit, right? You throw and the then, mom in there. And then and then Bruce, you know, feeling bad for having hurt this guy paid something 20-something Hong Kong dollars, which was the equivalent of $4,000, which, according to Golden Bell, adjusted for inflation, would be somewhere in the upper 20,000s or something like that, right? So the idea was that... For his medical bills. For his medical bills and all that kind of stuff. Now, the reason why the story kind of piqued my interest a little bit is because um, it sounds remarkably similar to the Lao Tai Chun fight, mm-hmm. and uh, which I have discussed before. So Lao Tai Chun was a kind of famous noisemaker who was trying to call out Bruce Lee in the press, but Lao Tai Chun really was a kelefe. Uh, as I mentioned to you before, <laughs> if you go to Lao Tai Chun's IMDb, he only has like four movies to his, to his name, and none of them does his character actually have a name it's always like thug number two guy in the background right oh yeah so lao dai chun quite literally was a kelefe all right and he was calling out bruce lee because he supposedly was some kind of wrestler or boxer or someone oddly enough not a a chinese actor but not a kung fu guy someone who's either a boxer or wrestler or both Mm -hmm. and was calling out bruce lee and saying that you know his western boxing press too in the newspapers and I've, i've seen the article so i i did substantiate that yes lao tai chun was doing this but he was clearly doing it to make a name for himself because he was a nobody and if you get it's like all these guys calling out uh youtuber you know youtubers calling out real fighters like viking samurai calling out nam (laughs) fan yeah pulling a viking samurai (laughs) right uh the only difference that bruce was like no i mean this guy um if we listen to the dan lee conversations he's basically a bullshit artist like wong jack man if he Mm -hmm. really wants to fight me he can just show up hong kong's a small place but lao tai chun has since not has yet to do that according to bruce lee at the time of that conversation now based on my general timeline of when the lao tai chun fight would have happened (laughs) based on you know what i learned from liu chi kung and what other people have told me is I believe if the Lao Tai Chun fight happens, um, and even there, there are two stories, but I don't know exactly which one is legit. It would have happened around the time of Enter the Dragon. And Bolo also talked about Bruce Lee fighting Lao Tai Chun, mm-hmm. but, but, and probably would have heard about it on the set of Enter the Dragon. Why would he have heard about it then? Because it probably happened around that time. Okay, so uh, given given the time when Lao Tai Chun was calling Bruce Lee out in the press, which was already around the time of Fist of Fury and Bruce is traveling and being on. I believe that it would have come to a head around the time 
that they were shooting Enter the Dragon if the fight happened. So I have no reason to doubt Henry Wong's account. He said basically he had the camera and this extra got a little testy with Bruce and then Bruce ends up blasting this guy with a kick, breaking his ribs and gives him a bunch of money and sends him on his way. And then Bruce and then so Bruce tells strange. him to destroy the film. Yeah. Okay. Presumably so that that actor or extra or whatever that guy Henry. is wouldn't uh, wouldn't you know, lose face or something if he became a big star later and this video came out, right? Mm. And then maybe he also didn't want Henry going and selling the video afterwards. Can you imagine if Henry had kept it and then after Bruce Lee dies, you sell the wow. one movie that has Bruce Lee actually fighting. Not movie fighting, but really fighting, right? Really fighting. The, the only Dang. thing is that this sounds so... Of course, and I have no reason to doubt Henry Wong. I mean, it, why would he make up a story like that? But it also does sound suspiciously similar to the Lao Tai Jun fight because supposedly Bruce broke Lao Tai Jun's ribs and then paid him a bunch of money for the medical bills or whatever, <laughs> right? So, 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 so the problem is, all right, He's either breaking ribs, yes, all over yeah, the exactly. Place. He's got a rib account, right? <laughs> How much for breaking one rib? All right. <laughs> Uh, so, Yo. so you have you have the impression that either Bruce Lee had a string of incidents yeah. that all ended up exactly the same way, <laughs> or more 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 than likely, someone yes. is conflating one story with another. The no loud the, the, the loud Tune fight is getting comp conflated as this scuffle that happened with that an happens? extra, or the scuffle with the extra. Is was actually the Lao Tai Chun fight, and the, the director called him Kelefe. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that was Lao Tai Chun showing up, all right? And, and maybe it was him, maybe it wasn't. Man. The truth is that with all these people gone, we'll never really know, all right? And that, uh, as far as I can tell, is the real story of the fight that Bruce Lee never that's wanted you to see. <laughs> that's all the right? real story. So, anyway, so now let's get to our Patreon question. I think all we right? can. All right, let's do it. Hey, Kung Fu Genius fans, if you like what we do here, please consider supporting us on Patreon. For as little as five bucks a month, you'll get early access to episodes and other goodies not posted on the Kung Fu Genius channel. With higher levels of support, you can get your name in the description, a live chat with me, or at the baller level, you even get your own personal KFG episode with me as my guest. The link to our Patreon page is in the description of this episode below. Patreons have a direct link to chat with me and get first dibs on any questions for Ask Me Anything episodes. Click on the link in the description for our Patreon page for more information, and I'll see you on Patreon. Naziri oh, yeah, okay. Omar. Yeah. Naziri Omar, one of our Patreons. I believe also a student or former student of Sipa David Peterson. I'd like oh, to point out, if up. it wasn't one of our Patreons, why is there a question? Exactly. You know, you can point out what you like. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What's the question? <laughs> Hi, Sifu Alex. People been telling me to learn boxing then you'll be good at Wing Chun. My Seagung Wang Shun Wang Shun Lun was a boxer. What? Wang Shun Lung. Wang Shun Lung. Wang Shun Lung. Could, yeah, could, 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 could you take this one, it's please? Chinese. Wang okay, go on. Shun Lung was yeah, a boxer uh -huh. before he went to challenge it, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe that's why he's good at Baimo. Never lost a single fight. My question is, what's the relation between boxing and Wing Chun? Hmm. Well, what's the relation between boxing and Wing Chun? Well, there's no relation between boxing and Wing Chun other than they're both two martial arts. 
Um, they're not related to each other in any way. Um, they were, as far as I can tell, at least in the genesis of the Wing Chun style. Uh, I don't believe that Wing Chun was developed with any input from boxing. I don't think that the the Chinese martial artists who are responsible for developing Wing Chun would have seen Western boxing too much. I I know that that's not really the question, but but I want to answer the question. There's no relationship between boxing and Wing Chun. Okay. okay. However, as Wing Chun started to become prominent in the mid 20th century, and Wing Chun fighters no doubt had seen boxers. Obviously, you're going to look at what other people are going to do. You're going to look at the different training methods. You're going to look at the different ways they hit. And you're going to try to hopefully improve the way you do Wing Chun to be more relevant against those types of attacks, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the the, the problem is that uh, um, there's a lot of black and white thinking in martial arts. Uh, Wong Sun-Leung had done boxing before he did Wing Chun. Wong Sun-Leung was, you know, one of the best, if not the best fighter from the Yip Man Wing Chun style. Ergo, you but must learn boxing before wait, you do wait. Wing Chun. I'm, I'm confused about uh -huh. this. Uh -huh. He says my Sigong yeah. that would be, was a boxer. Yeah, that would be Wong Sun-Leung. Before he went to challenge Yip Man. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had learned some boxing before he came to the Wing Chun school. Yeah. And he challenged Yip Man. Yeah, but to get Yip Man, into the but, school. but Yip Man wasn't there when he first okay. came. Yeah. Okay, okay. First he okay, fought uh, Low Man Cam, which yeah, I think he had no problem beating up. <laughs> and then Yip Bo Jing had to step in, and okay. then uh, and then kind of and that was and the then reason. he joined the school. And then he joined the school, okay. right? Yeah. So, but but that's the problem is that there's always this kind of very black and white thinking. Well. Uh, Wong Sun Leung did boxing before he did Wing Chun. Therefore, if I do boxing, my Wing Chun will be just as good as Wong Sun Leung's or whatever. And the, the, the problem is you, you, it's not that simple, okay? When it comes to the specific attributes of any one fighter or any one practitioner, um, these things are so mm, multifactorial. I mean, <laughs> you have to look at whether someone is a fighter or not is much more of an individual thing. Does this person have a fighter's heart? You know, if they get hit in the face, so they keep going forward, yeah. all right? If they get hit in the face, do they fall apart and cower, all or right? Like a crackhead th th Those are things that you can't... Those are things that people kind of have or they don't have, and mm -hmm. if you don't have it, you can develop a toughness progressively, all right? Not in a stupid way where you just have someone punch you in the head a bunch of times, but there's ways to develop toughness if you don't, if you don't have it, let's say, if it's unnaturally in you, um, but that's something that has to be there. If you don't have some kind of inherent toughness or a toughness that can be developed, the ability to get hit and want to keep going forward, um, you're not going to last very long as a fighter. And it wouldn't mm. matter if you had done boxing or not done boxing, right? Um, you have to have an IQ for fighting. You have to have a desire to fight. You have to find something about it somewhat pleasurable and something that you want to do. Um, and you got to have that honey badger, don't give a shit. You got to have that. And so, so you have to look at the individual. You have to look at how they're framed, their skill set, their mentality, uh, how they look at things, their temperament. Mm -hmm. And you got to look at all these things before you even talk about the technical stuff. Mm. All right. So, so the problem is like, are we, if you take a 90 pound weakling that's afraid of their own shadow mm. and you just say, well, if you just learn boxing and then Wing Chun, you're going to be a killer. Uh, I, I, I don't, the, the, pe people have, I think, too much. You know who was a 90 pound weakling? Who? Captain America. 
He was, yes. Yeah. The proverbial one. And then yeah. look what happened. Oh, man. Miracles of PD, PEDs, it's right? Yeah, yeah, I was to say, he took drugs. It <laughs> wasn't earned. Yes. Yeah, it yeah wasn't but earned. he had the fighter's heart, man. Yes. Like, no, he did. extreme fighter's no, heart. No, no, he, no, he, he oh, did, though. He did. Before he got the injection, when he was getting beat up, he, he kept coming Brooklyn. back. Yeah. He said, I can do this all yeah. day. Yeah, this all day. That was his thing, he right? He had that. Yeah. So, so the, the, but the, the problem is that I think people put too much stock in the simple knowledge base of what you're going to learn in your martial arts and that being able to uh, fix and solve all the problems of whether you're going to be a good fighter or not. And if that were the case, then everyone who did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu would be an absolute terror. Everyone who did boxing would be a terror. Everyone who did Wing Chun would be a terror. Everyone who did Kyokushin would be a terror. Mm. But why isn't it the case? Because it's up to the individual. All right? Is the individual a fighter? Does the individual have, you know, have the attributes to be a good fighter or have the seeds to develop those attributes, right? If you don't have that, I don't really care what you're learning. (laughs) <laughs> All right. A uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner who's afraid to shoot in for a takedown because they're afraid of getting punched on the way in will not be effective at Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So that would Damn. mean that the Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner, in order to make their style effective, they have to have a certain amount of courage to bridge that gap through the dangerous striking to, to create a clinch and make a takedown. If they don't have that and they're too timid because they're worried about getting pieced up, they're not going to be effective. Mm-mm. Well, what about a Wing Chun person that's afraid to step in and close the gap? Mm-mm. They're going to get pieced up on the outside. You see what I mean? Papa. Um, so so you, what, what, what about a boxer that's afraid of getting hit? Well, they're, they're never going to engage their opponent. So the problem is that you, you have to... You can't just look at the skill set of boxing from a technical standpoint, then look at the skill set of Wing Chun from a technical standpoint and say, well, if you just merge these two skill sets, you're going to be a great fighter. No. Whether someone is a fighter or not is more of a personal thing. Okay? Um, And so if you have someone who has that potential, either naturally or it can be developed, um, then then we can talk a little bit more about different paths. And even there... um, there are people who are really fantastic fighters who pretty much just did the one style that they do. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they're really good fighters in that style is because they are natural fighters who have decided to really develop this skill of the style they're doing to be able to fight with it. And they have the confidence to do it. And that outweighs all of this like kind of technical fear of like, yeah, but, but if he does this, I need to know this and I need to know this. Part of what makes a lot of fighters very effective is their ability to kind of overcome that fear, uh, that doubt. They still have the fear. They still have the doubt, but they can use it, swallow it, use mm-hmm. it, and then go in. Whereas the other guy is so riddled with doubts that he's just afraid to do anything Frozen. and then is going to be ineffective, right? So Damn. boxing could be a good martial art for someone to start with before they did Wing Chun because, one, it'll teach them to get, you know, how to cover up get used to seeing punches coming at them, get used to simple defense, get used to hitting, get used to using footwork and movement, and just get used to the cadence of someone trying to hit you again and again and having to cover up and protect yeah, yourself. Yeah, pick up the timing too. And, and, you know, you have the conditioning and you have the mental training and the physical training, right? And if you come with that background to Wing Chun, I think you'll probably be a tougher, uh, a tougher number in Wing Chun because mm-hmm. you'll already have that background. But the skill set of boxing doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to pick up Wing Chun really quickly or vice versa. And there are people that can learn a martial art, 
and they pick out the things that are really effective and the things that they really like, and they're able to assimilate that knowledge and make themselves better. And there are people that would see the same things and then it would just make them more confused. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of seeing what is the beauty of the way this punch is thrown in boxing and how can I get that attribute or that tone in my Wing Chun, uh, that's the higher level intuitive guy. The one that's not very intuitive is going, my boxing coach says I need to punch this way, my Wing Chun coach says I need to punch this way, and I don't know what to do and I'm confused. Because they cannot assimilate the info for themselves, they need someone to tell them what to do. Okay. Either because they're not gre they're too green mm -hmm. and they don't have the experience, or they're just someone that just gets, the more, more information usually confuses people. Uh, it's the person who's been around for a while that has put in the time, put in the hard training, that can hopefully contextualize different information and figure out a way to integrate, even if it's just a basic idea of that punch. Damn. But the beginner is going to go, how do I square uh, the, the jab in boxing with my Wing Chun straight punch? Because one of them has to be wrong. Mm. You know, because they, they because of the black and white thinking that's often yeah. present in a beginner. Oh, All damn. right. So the thing is, boxing could be really helpful uh, to someone who's learning Wing Chun. Boxing could also be very detrimental to someone who's learning Wing Chun. Coming from a boxing background could help someone learn Wing Chun. Coming from a boxing background could make someone take a longer time learning Wing Chun. The problem is that it, it, I get that. it depends on the individual, right? Yeah. So you, you, we, we sometimes, the mistake that we make is that we just look at someone who's successful and we just try to model what they did, but sometimes people do it in a very superficial way where they're not necessarily... Like, like, for example, someone could say who practices Jeet Kune Do, oh, I really need to practice fencing because Bruce was so into fencing. Yeah, but Bruce was just interested in fencing. This is my opinion, of course, um, based on his books and what people have said, insofar as it would allow him to create his very fast lunge in his Jeet Kune Do. Mm -hmm. So that meant that he was taking these ideas from fencing and integrating and assimilating them into his JKD base to make his JKD better. But for sure, there were people who were much better at a fencing lunge, i.e. fencers, than Bruce Lee. Okay. But he wasn't trying to have the best fencers lunge. He was just trying to take this technology and apply it to make his Jeet Kune Do better. So someone might take the wrong idea and think, oh, I need to learn fencing for 10 years to really understand, whereas Bruce just wanted the ideas mm. and then polish them and make it his own. And the other people might be like, they need to be spoon fed. And then after all those years of spoon feeding, they still don't have any context. So it, it really depends on the individual. It's a great question, but there's no way to answer that because there's too many questions when we're talking about who is the one doing this, right? <laughs> okay, so what else you got for me? Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's get it going with uh, Mark Pinder. Mark Pinder. Mark Pinder. Hello, Mr. Genius and team. Hi. And team. And team. Yeah. Have you seen the lost saw in the head scene from the big boss on Charles Damiano's channel? The picture quality isn't up to Barry's standard, but you see the saw go into the bloke's head. Do you know if this is the actual scene or is it AI? I know Mr. Damiano is a friend of yours, so I thought you may have some inside knowledge. Right. Take care and have fun. Yes. So uh, this is a... Now, um, I'm, I generally consider myself a Bruce Lee geek. 
all things Bruce Lee. All righty, right. Um, the exact specifics of all the movie stuff is that's a little bit more of a Bay Logan question. Mm. Um, mm. I'm more of a like a Jeet Kundo wing Bruce Lee Wing Chun kind of guy, but obviously I know some stuff about the movies too. Um, so there definitely are people out there who probably know this better than I do. So have you seen this when he is a still shot? Okay, of the saw through the dude's head. Because if you remember in Big Boss... So it's not a scene scene. Well, so, so this, is, this is the rub with this problem here. I believe it was either on the lobby cards or the poster or it was a still shot. And there's a saw, right, Bruce is like holding the saw. It's like a regular big old saw right <laughs> through the dude's head. Now, if you watch Big Boss, yeah. uh, it's when he has that... Uh, the second big fight where he's out there where he kicks the dude through the wall and yeah, there's the man-shaped the thing. Cut out. And then he's inside there in the ice factory. Yeah. And he's fighting all those dudes with the hooks and there's all sorts of stuff in the chain or whatever. And it's then he grabs and then he grabs a <laughs> he it's a wild scene and he grabs a saw. Yeah. And he's going whack right there, right on the dude's skull. And but if you they don't if, show it in the theaters. They don't you don't see it. But there was a still shot of the saw right through the dude's head. Okay. And then it's become a little bit of a Mandela effect. Where, oh, wow. Yeah, where people have claimed that they saw a version of Big Boss where that scene was still left in. Okay? And then there are people that said, oh, yeah, like in the original theatrical release, it wasn't in there. But like in this one foreign version of it, it was in there. And like, yeah. oh, my boy had that version. I saw it was on the laser disc, uh -huh. you know, from Malaysia in 92 had it like like, I mean, so there, there's stuff like that. Right. Um, oh my I myself have never seen it, but I've seen the photo of Bruce holding the saw like right in this dude's head. It's obviously fake. But. Uh, no, no. Uh, Dre, no one is claiming that it's real. Okay, no one is claiming <laughs> it. But, but no one is claiming that Bruce Lee really murdered somebody <laughs> with a saw. Okay, that is not the claim. Yeah, oh my god, I love what I'm talking about, and literally what's going on is, <laughs> but it's not real. He didn't. No. no, he didn't. No, we're not. We're not we're talking not about saying, real murder here. Okay, Dre. we're not saying he really murdered. No, someone. we're not saying he really murdered someone. There okay, is right? going to be a real murder pretty There's soon. There's going to be a real <laughs> murder soon. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so so I I think what happened. Okay is that because it was, I believe, on one of the lobby cards, and there's some still shots. So I think it's kind of like, you ever see um, uh, Steve Martin in his early comedy? He would have that fake arrow through his head. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously just, like, around the back going right. like this. Well, I say they made a saw with, like, maybe a cutout, like a right. round cutout, and he's holding it here. I remember seeing that photo. And then when you see the movie, he grabs the saw, and he goes like this, and then you don't see what happens afterwards, Right. So I so think so I think together. what happened with some kind of hardcore Bruce Lee fans, they mm -hmm. saw the photo, they see the movie, Straight and then your, your mind just kind just of clicked the happen. two together. Mm -hmm. As far as I can tell, the scene was never in any version of Big Boss, either the local or the international version. Mm. But it's become a Mandela thing. What's that movie that everyone thinks that... Um, that uh, a Sinbad, Sinbad is in? Sinbad. Kazam or something? It's Shazam. Oh, Shazam, Shazam right? Yeah. And he's like, no, and he was never in that movie. But people are like, they lose their minds when you tell them that, right? Well, someone deep faked recently like a Wikipedia entry and like kind of like posted it on Instagram, which apparently proved that he was in it. You know what I mean? 
But the other wow. one, yeah. The other one is that the, this it's it's also words. It's like so everyone thinks it's the Berenstein Bears, but it's Yo, in fact the Berenstain Bears. Have uh-huh. you seen the video where my man goes out of a room, bedroom, and is Berenstain, and then he goes into the room and it switches to Berenstain, like. Is boom, that a, boom, is that a beardy is that a beardy video? Out. He keeps walking in and out and he keeps switching back and forth. Now, what I do you mean it switches? Yeah. What does the, that mean? On the book, it do, says Berestein, and then he goes into the room Berestein. Boom, yeah, boom, yeah, in and out the room. It's literally switching back and forth. No, my favorite part of the man- that is some cool editing because that's that's not real. Yeah, it's just, it's not real. Unlike the guy Bruce murdered on the set of Big <laughs> yeah, Boss. I was going to say, my favorite Mandela effect is that people actually remember the Red Hot Chili Peppers once making a good album, and we all know that that's you not know, true. You know, that is unfair to them. Yeah, Phil Collins and Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? <laughs> you know, Ew. you yeah. know, from what I understand... I'm going to get him an Anthony Kiedis shirt for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Kiedis is a big he really Collins wore fan. A shirt. He's a what? Big Collins fan. Phil Collins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, big influence on him was... Makes sense. Was, Makes uh, sense, yeah. Genesis. Yes, 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 yes. So. The book of Genesis? All right, so, yeah. anyway. <laughs> so, I think that the, the saw in the head scene is a bit of a Mandela. We think it happened because we're piecing together... But it wasn't real. It's still obviously shots. fake. Uh, we're piecing together still shots with uh, something from a, a movie that we saw. Because you kind of fill it in yourself, you know what like I mean? Like a Saw yeah. movie. Exactly, like a Saw <laughs> movie, right? Um, I, don't, I don't believe that the footage exists. It's possible they didn't shoot it. <laughs> because what they may have done is they may have, you know, you know, a lot of the fight scenes that they did in those films, they would come up with the choreography more or less on the fly. And so it could be like, all right, he's going to put the saw on this guy's head. And, oh, maybe we'll have a scene where the guy's holding it. Oh, you see him like dying mm. from having the saw in there. So they, they cut it out and they did it and they did a couple of test shots and it didn't look good. Maybe like it kept okay. moving and sliding. It wasn't staying in the same place. So they're like, all right, no, forget it. Yeah. As soon as he kills this guy, we'll just quick cut to the next guy or whatever. Right. Man. Um, so it's possible that it was unworkable. But of course conspiratorial-minded people don't want to think that way. No, it was a scene, yes. and somebody made a big thing about taking it out and putting it in, keeping it, or whatever. I mean, like, if if someone made a big deal about taking Bruce Lee footage and wanted to make money with it, they would have sold it by now at an auction or whatever, right? They're just keeping it for themselves, really, a scene, all right? And, like, it, so so I don't know. I, I Come don't, up off that footage. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that footage actually exists. Um, I, think I, 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 I think that um, so in other words I don't think they filmed it it was edited and then not put in I think, I think maybe they just didn't do it um, or maybe Man. maybe it was edited but, uh, and, and taken out which doesn't mean that they're ever going to find it again it might have been a ratings thing because uh, the yeah. amount of violence in the movie like a dude holding a saw through his skull might have been one notch too much for that thing to get what would be the equivalent of an R rating Right, it would have to it would have to get a much higher rating there because the, there's a lot of violence in um, Big Boss. Uh, there's a lot of knife stabbings. There's a lot of blood. Um, people get killed, and there's boobies. What's the rating for that? X? No, no, no. I I think the the movie's rated R over here, mm-hmm. um, and then it would have the equivalent. Well, I, I the rating system later in in Hong Kong yeah. uh, is category one, category two, category three. So a category three movie is what we would call an NC-17. Nice. 
Right. So it's category three is not R. It's like you have to be 17 or 18 to go and see it. Mm-hmm. And those are all like the, the schlocky kind of soft core porn move, movies or whatever. Or, and shit. or yeah, or things that are, <laughs> I think, like over the top violent, right? Or disturbing. Yeah. Most kind of violent movies would probably be a category two. Mm. And then things that are general audience are category one. So, but the whole category one, two, and three designation, which is funny because it's actually not a lot of differences between category one, two, and then three is already like an NC-17 or X rating, right? Um, But I don't think that that category rating came into being until later, maybe in the 80s or even the 90s. Yeah. So I don't think that was the rating system in the 70s. So I don't know. They may not have even rated films back then. Like, films may awesome. not have had a rating at that time in Hong Kong. I'm actually... Uh, what, in Hong Kong? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was about to say about the ratings in America. So ratings. ignore everything I just was about what to say. About what do you know about the ratings in America? Well, the MPAA are very weird and slightly Christo-fascist. Yes. But, <laughs> but, but, but when, did, when did they start? Do you know? I think, like, they really started getting kind of crazy with it in, like, either the late 70s or early 80s. There was right. a fi- there's a film. It's about 10, 12 years old now. Maybe a little older. No, I think it's like maybe 10, 15 years old, called This Film Is Not Yet Rated. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that, but... It's it, excellent. Yeah. Because it basically just shows just how arbitrary it's the It's quite arbitrary, is. like what movies yeah. get our ratings versus PG-13. And, yeah. My yeah. favorite story was uh, Team America. Like, you know, they have that hilarious sex scene in the middle of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they filmed an even more graphic sex scene with those dolls so they could get that particular sex scene into the movie. Oh, got it, got it, got yeah. it. So, like, you know, that kind of... It was like, their bargaining chip. Yeah. Like, oh, the thing's so over the top. And it's like, oh, well, let us put this one in there, which is the one they wanted to begin with. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah, you got to start high so you can bargain down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those guys are great because they also... You know that the, their movie, the first movie they did, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, is the same title as John Wayne Bobbitt's um, Porno. Oh, okay, okay. And by the time they, the MPAA realized they, it was, there's a rule that you can't pull a movie because of anything like that within a month of its release because they've already paid for everything. So when they worked it out, they're like, oh, you've got to pull it. They're nah, nah, we're releasing it in two weeks. And that's why it's called Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Wow. <laughs> there you go. So here's your history so lesson on, on those kind of things. I'll Absolutely. have to do some, Michael, re- to do some research on the Hong Kong rating system. I'm curious. What what they would have rated a film like like did a film like Big Boss have a rating? Mm-hmm. Maybe just they, it might have just been not suitable for minors or something like that. Mm. Something very simple, right? So that is that is pretty much it. I mean, as far as I know, it's not a uh, it's not a scene that ever made it into the movie. It's become this kind of it's it's the. The, it's the great white whale of all Hong Kong movie uh, buffs. They want to find the the saw scene, and I think they will find that saw scene around the time they find uh, Jimmy Hoffa. And that's all I got to say about that. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Kung Fu Genius. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the Kung Fu Genius. Hit that bell for notifications. And if you have any ideas for a future episode, put those in the comments below. And if you have a question that you want me to answer, support us on Patreon and that'll get up on the episode. And one last thing for the final or the finale of this season, we're going to do that Jeopardy. So I need you to DM me directly on IG or Facebook the question, the answer, and the episode. So on the final episode of this season, I can see if these guys were paying any attention to me. Spoiler alert, probably not. That's all I got to say, and I'll see you guys next time. 
Word is I'm a kung fu genius. Technique speaks for me, not lineage. Forget Jet Li, cause I'm the one. Many call me Sifu, but to you I'm Seagung. And I produce masters. You surpassed us. Your kung fu stiffer than corpse and caskets. City Wing Chung is the house I built. Violate the gate and your blood gets spilt. Alex Richter, always the victor. 28 minutes in. Oh, 28, we're 28 minutes in, plus the 11 oh, minutes. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, well, we're kicking out. That went by really quickly. Uh, Andrew, you can cut this shit out. All right, okay. We're just, we're just blown away by how much time we killed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I've been listening for the last 40 minutes. Okay, right. He's been asleep. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Kung Fu Genius. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the Kung Fu Genius. Hit that bell for notifications. If you have any ideas for a future episode, put those in the comments below. And support us on Patreon if you want your answers. Question. Lots of... Uh, Lots of one song learns. Challenging no, you can't say man. his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't say his name. Yeah. You keep his name out of your fucking Lots mouth. Lots of sores keep through his name. Lots keep of his name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of... Yo, bro, I totally saw that saw in the head scene. My boy had it on his laser dicks. Disc. <laughs> dicks. All right, peeps, on today's episode of the Kung Fu Genius, the genius will be answering all sorts of hot nonsense from the Patreons. Lots of gems, lots of KLFAs challenging Bruce Lee, lots of, yeah, bro, I totally saw that saw scene where the saw goes through my man's head in the Betamax. Lots of gems, lots of... Wait, wait, why did I go lots of gems? Oh my yes. god, it's such a up in the end. You can't do that. The, 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 yeah, go, let's get to it. That's all you have to do. started again from the beginning. His you face is totally that, you know that emoji? <laughs> you ever notice that Dre's face is that, yeah, look at it. He, perfect. It's perfect. His face is that emoji. Because his eyes go down just like it. It's incredible. Look at that shit. <laughs> All right, peeps, on today's episode of the Kung Fu Genius, the genius will be answering all sorts of hot nonsense from the Patreons. Lots of gems, lots of Kayleigh Faze challenging Bruce Lee, lots of, yo, bro, I totally saw that saw scene going through my man's head in Big Boss. <laughs> lots of... Yo, bro, I totally saw that saw going through that dude's head in Big Boss. Let's get to it. Damn, that was loud in the headphone. Yeah, it was really loud. You forgot the Betamax bit. The genius will be answering all sorts of hot nonsense from the Patreons. Lots of gems. Lots of Kayla Faze challenging Bruce Lee. And lots of, yo, watch us. What's just doing over there? The way you said it. Oh my God, it was like you were on the toilet. <laughs> oh, sorts. No. Oh, sorts. Nonsense. Come on. Kayla Faze, motherfuckers, man. It's Kayla Faze. Lots of KLFAs challenging Bruce Lee. Lots of, yo, bro, I totally saw that sourcing going through my man's head in Betamax. Oh, my, my bad. Oh, my God, look at that ring. That's like his chastity belt. <laughs>
I'm done. Oh, I'm done. It's his chest that he felt. That's stupid, man. <laughs> Good job, Dre. Well done. Yeah. Excellent. I don't care what anyone says about you. You're a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs>